before I get into my next thing, did you have any more toy spotting? Uh, yes. I picked up Aquaman gingerbread for Sean Funko, but oh. he already had it. So oh. that's about it. Yeah, it's actually kind of cool looking, but I'm going to just take it back, get my money back, you know? Oh, where'd you pick it up at? Target. Oh, nice. Okay. It's Aquaman gingerbread man. I didn't know that was a thing, so. He, he talks to gingerbread fish. <laughs> that sounds delicious. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Scott. Hey, yo. Is that a gingerbread man? Jeff, the cream will rise to the top, oh yeah. And you're listening to all of the great action figures from our good friends at Hasbro. The fully posable. Have your own WrestleMania with all your favorite figures. Wrestling figure. Made sold separately from LJN. Podcast. And we are the Mount Rushmore of professional <laughs> wrestling. Hey, welcome to episode 351 of the Fully Posable Wrestling Figure Podcast. Longest running episodic wrestling figure podcast going today. My name is Jeff and sitting alongside next to me is my real life brother, not storyline brother, Scott. Scott, say hello. Hello. Scott, it's been so long I forgot how to just record with you. Just the two of us. Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> Much like Bray Wyatt making a grand return in the WWE, Shitty Flute makes its grand return to the Fully Posable podcast. Well, technically, last week was its dark match, because nobody saw it. Right, right. Because for some reason, and we're pulling back the curtain, Zoom did not record Shitty Flute. Zoom hates Shitty Flute. Oh, Zoom was pissed that I played Shitty Flute. <laughs> yeah, Zoom apparently is like a huge copyright issue with Shitty Flute. Audacity does not. So, Shitty Flute... <laughs> Basically, it's its first time on air this week. <laughs> and hopefully last. What? <laughs> what? No, dude. Shitty Flute gets gets airplay all the time. No, this is going to be retired immediately like the mark button. Immediately. Wait, hold on. I had a surprise for you, too. Oh, you did? I hate you. <laughs> oh, Lord. Our poor listeners. They tune in to hear about wrestling figures and you assault their ear holes with shitty flute. <laughs> What's wrong with that? Scotty Two Belts does not condone this at all. <laughs> you don't condone shitty flute? <laughs> All right, it is pretty great. Did you like how I played the shield? <laughs> I think what you should do just for this one episode is at the end, instead of Bane doing the outro, you should do Shinsuke's music on Shitty Flute. I, I, I'll see what I can do. Okay. Well, I mean, and then play Bane's outro, but... I can be like Rick, Blo uh, Rick Boogs, but except uh, playing Shitty Flute. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that's great. <laughs> oh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Shitty Flute brings me hours of entertainment, dude. <laughs> I'm going to change your name to Shitty Rick Boogs then. <laughs> if you guys don't know what Shitty Flute is, is basically go on to YouTube and you can find a collection of Shitty Flute songs. So, for example, the one that I always laugh at is Slayer's Raining Blood on Shitty Flute. Or 
take on me aha take on me that one on shitty flute it just cracks me up all the time dude and i love these things so anyways i got a shitty flute for the podcast you need to send in a request to the person who handles that and actually plays the flute to start doing wrestling themes i i could actually no screw that i'm gonna do it (laughs) i'm gonna step on your gimmick that's hilarious all right how you doing dude what's going on (laughs) i'm doing great man i'm two days away from going to nola the best of all the cities. Uh-oh. We're going to be doing a big celebration of something I forgot to mention last week. Because I'm the worst husband on the planet. What did you forget to mention? I forgot to mention that it was Shan's 40th birthday this past Saturday, October 8th. We had a huge bash at the house. It was amazing. And in honor of her 40th, we're heading to New Orleans for five days. We're leaving Thursday. Coming back the following Tuesday... We're about to have a blast. We're going out with Ed, the uh, the Drunk Wrestling History co-host, and his wife, Carissa. So it'll be the four of us hitting up New Orleans. We've got an Airbnb, two bedroom, two bath, with a balcony, hitting up Bourbon Street, having a ton of drinks, a ton of fried food, good times, good music. I cannot wait. Much needed vacation. But with all that said, I want to wish a, I guess, belated birthday at this point. Happy belated 40th birthday to my beautiful wife, Shannon. I love you so much. You're the best. I'm sorry I forgot your birthday on the show last week. First question she asked me when we were done recording. Did you mention my birthday? Uh-oh. And go ahead and hit the uh, the failure music. It's <laughs> exactly how I felt. Thank you, shitty flute. <laughs> Happy <laughs> to. Can you imagine? Now, God forbid we have a first time listener jumping on this show. They're going to have no idea what the hell's going on. Like, our normal listener is going to be like, this is regular banter, just stupidity leading off the show. A first time listener is going to be like, what's wrong with these guys? Uh, God damn it, they bring out shitty flute? <laughs> <laughs> I got to tune in next week. These guys rule. Yeah, right. Yeah, I'm sure that's their first thought. <laughs> Clowns. Uh no. Happy birthday to Shannon. It was a fun party on Saturday night. Good food, good times, seeing everybody that I hadn't seen in a while. So yeah, great times. It was so good that Shan swore off booze for a good five days. Until you touch down in New Orleans. That's it. The reason I brought out Shitty Flute, by the way, is I forgot how to podcast with you, so I needed filler. <laughs> I was like Dude, it's been a minute, yeah. I was like, um, how do I talk to my brother? I don't remember this. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I've gotten used to having a third on with us. Yeah. And it's It's, been a lot of fun. But yeah, now we're getting back to, as said earlier, just the two of us. So yeah, it's going to take a little bit of getting used to. So I'm glad uh, Shitty Flute was here to break that ice. (laughs) We we might have one more guest coming on. Scheduling conflicts always happen, but I'm going to try to get them on. Maybe later this month, early next month. We'll see. We'll see. Sweet. Can't wait. Yeah. If you guys like to get any of our shirts, head on over to Pro Wrestling Tees or whatamaneuver.net. You guys know where to follow us on all of our social medias on Twitter, YouTube, Snapchat, and the Book of Faces at Fully Posable, Instagram, Fully Posable, WFP. You can go back and listen to any of our past podcasts on Podbean, Stitcher, iTunes, iHeartRadio. Just do a Google search. That's all you got to do. And. If you want to send any audio questions, questions, or anything else at all, send it on over to fullyposablewfp at gmail. 
dot com. Scott, what, you got picked anything up recently? Uh, let's see. I got the Mandalorian figure, the Target exclusive. He's, uh, it's from it. Did you watch the Mandalorian, Jeff? Uh, I did. Uh, so Deadpool came out in it and as like a shocking thing. And then Picard came down in the Star Trek Enterprise and he's like, screw all you guys. I'm going to wipe all you bitches up. And so wow. then, so then baby Yoda started getting, you started getting chucked at the Star Trek Enterprise to try to dis- dissemble the, uh, the, uh, refractors, things that shoot down the lasers. Right. Right. Um, yeah, I, I kind of caught up on it a little bit. Oh, I see. You caught the fever dream episodes. The what? Right. So there's an episode <laughs> of Mandalorian, Jeff, that, that you have obviously seen. That is all improv, by the way. <laughs> Nuh-uh. <laughs> I can't believe it. Continue. <laughs> there's an episode where they crash land in this cave thing and they have to sp- fight these like spider-like creatures. And so it's from that episode where like there's a bunch of kind of blue goo all over the Mandalorian and Baby Yoda. And it was a it's a Target exclusive figure. So do you remember when we went to the, the toy show a while back, there was a, a two-pack of Baby Yoda and... I, I know what his name is. I just call him Baby Yoda. And the Mandalorian, I'm like, dude, I'd love to get that figure. But across the board, he's like 60, 65 bucks. Right. Well, this one is a Target exclusive and they had stock on him and he was like 30 or 38. So I'm like, uh, I'm just going to get that one. It's cool. So that is going to be for the Detolf. He's going into the movie shelf. And aside from that, I haven't really picked anything up. Dude, you were showing me your Detolf. And it's funny. Each time I go over to your house, something new just gets added. It, yes, I, I added something new to a shelf. It's usually it's usually something little or, you know, it's just like one little thing. Because I looked at the He-Man shelf. I looked at the uh, shelf above the Batman shelf. Everything looked the same as far right. as I could tell. But then you got that RoboCop NECA fig NECA? It yes, wasn't NECA. Yeah. Dude, that thing is beautiful. I was bragging about it to Eric. How great is it, dude? The thing is beautiful. Like, there was a part of a want for that figure, and I'm like, what the hell am I talking about? I never, <laughs> Like, I wasn't the big biggest RoboCop fan, but right. at the same time, when I looked at that NECA figure, I was like, oh, 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 baby. Well, if you need to justify it in your head, okay, you're not a RoboCop fan, but you're a fan of wrestling, and RoboCop was in wrestling, that is true. The fact that's what we're trying to figure out is if you're going to get a shark cage for it. <laughs> if anything, I might put him on the wrestling shelf next to Sting, you know, but just for a minute, then move him back to the movie shelf. How cool I... is that leg opening, though? Oh, dude, that leg opening is sick, man. Yeah, the holster that opens up that you can put the gun into and then close it up and then you can have him draw out of it. Dude, I love that NECA figure so much. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's it's front and center on your movie shelf, too. And I'm like, ho, oh, oh, ho, that looks badass. So the plan is to add little uh, step shelves in there. And I want to get a Jungle Hunter Predator NECA Ultimate figure. It's about 42 bucks on, um, on BBTS still. And I've got my Turtles figures to add in there. I've already got those. And I think there are a few more I wanted to get. Right now, Black Adam's in there. Mm-hmm. And I think that makes... The Rock Black Adam. And I yep. think that makes sense because that is for the movie shelf. But right now, the star of that shelf is certainly RoboCop. Did you talk Eric into getting it? No. <laughs> no, because Eric spent basically all of his money on Amazon Prime Day buying internal hard drive, external hard drives for PlayStations and Xboxes. And I don't know, dude. He's all He was all over the place. But the funny thing is, is after he spends all of his money on Amazon Prime Day, 
he goes, I don't think I should have spent that money. I go, why is that? He goes, because I'm remodeling my house right now. Oh, dude. I'm like, you probably shouldn't have done that, Eric. He goes, eh, we'll see if the wife's mad. (laughs) (laughs) He's all YOLO. Beg for forgiveness later, right? Yeah, not permission. Exactly. Um, You know what I did this past week is I actually got the Bret Hart He-Man figure. Oh, you found it. I picked it up off eBay because they weren't as expensive as I thought they were. So I was able to grab it for 32 Okay. Which, okay, I know that was like $15 over what he was on shelves, but I never saw him on shelves. Right. And, I, and I've always wanted this He-Man figure, so I picked it up. The only bad thing is, is the person on eBay sent it in a mailer bag. Oh, dude, come on. It got wrecked. The card art, I, I just, the, everything about it I love, but the card got damaged and everything because they sent it in a mailer bag what an idiot dude come on can i make a request to everyone out there please stop sending stuff in mailer bags this goes out to you too walmart they were sending the superstars figures in mailer bags and figures were getting crushed oh my gosh dude you know what it's up to you but if you're buying that strictly to have moc then you need to reach out to that seller and have that seller make it right to where you can ship it back at their expense or you're just going to leave negative feedback on them. And then you can hit up eBay for a refund because everything goes through PayPal. Or not, I'm sorry. Everything goes through eBay now, not PayPal. Correct. PayPal's out of the equation. So if you make a complaint to eBay, I believe they'll refund your money. Eh, I don't know. I'm trying to decide if I'm just happy to have it or... Were you going to keep it MOC? I was. Yeah, then no. Screw that, dude. The seller should know better than that. Even loose figures. If I'm selling a loose figure, it's going out in a box. You know what, seller? <laughs> I, I can't wait for you to get the feedback this week. Is it causing feedback? It shouldn't. It's a shitty flute. No, no, no. I mean from the listeners. Grabbing oh. their pitchforks and torches because you are assaulting their ear holes with shitty flute. Nonstop this week. No, I just wish people would stop sending these figures and mailers. It's ridiculous. Like, look, you guys know that we're collectors. And there's a good chance that we're going to probably want to keep these things on card. Well, especially if the eBay listing specifically said MOC. I have to go back and look and see if it said MOC. But it, from the pictures, Bret Hart He-Man figure was on card. Unbelievable, dude. I'd be going after that seller. Just saying. That's it's not just... okay. If you're buying it to keep on card, that's not okay. By the way, I also picked up the Roman Ultimate that you got Big Josh Tuesday. Nice. What do you think, dude? Dude, best Roman figure ever. Yeah, it's really, really good. It's an outstanding job by Mattel on that one. Here's what I love about it. You can put him... You know those graphics that they do for when they come out on uh, SmackDown? Yes. Like, Bianca has her hair and it whips and stuff like that, and then they show Roman and he's doing the hoo-ha thingy? Yes. You can pose... The hoo-ha. You can pose him like that. And I love that because I know it's kind of corny, but I actually like those graphics that they do. I think they're awesome. Oh, okay, cool. I think it's great. So you can pose him like that. And I know you can do it for when he's doing the spear and stuff, but you can pose him like that graphic for when he walks out. And I think that's awesome. Yeah, no, that's really cool, dude. Oh, uh, before I get into my next thing, did you have any more toy spotting? Uh, Yes. I picked up Aquaman gingerbread for Sean Funko, but he already had it. So that's about it. Yeah. It's actually kind of cool looking, but I'm going to just take it back, get my money back, you know? Oh, where'd you pick it up at? Target. 
Oh, nice. Okay. It's Aquaman Gingerbread Man. I didn't know that was a thing, so. He, he talks to gingerbread fish. <laughs> that sounds delicious. I know, actually, it does. <laughs> uh, what else you got, dude? So, Bray Wyatt came back on Saturday at Extreme Rules. Spoiler alert, if you haven't seen Extreme Rules yet, sorry. Did I tell you that Eddie and I are going to SmackDown on Friday night? In New Orleans? In New Orleans. What are the odds that we're in New Orleans and so is SmackDown on Friday? Oh, and you see Bray Wyatt again? And we get to see Bray five days, six days after he debuted. Oh, that's again. awesome. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, no, I'm super excited, dude. So the Usos are going to be there. Roman probably. Uh, Bray Wyatt will be like it, It's just going to be fun. And this will be my first live show since SummerSlam last year. Oh, nice, dude. Yeah, so I'm super excited. He's going to paper the place with QR codes for the Drunk Wrestling History Show. And <laughs> I'm just like, I'm super excited, dude. I can't wait. It's going to be a lot of fun. Dude, that's awesome. By the way, I loved everything about that comeback. Oh, how well done was that? Dude, from beginning to end, it was so well done. The way the lights went out, them showing the characters of Huskis and the rabbit and just everything like that. It was just fantastic. And then when that door that resembled Brody's door. Yeah. When it opened and his arm stuck out with the lantern. Dude, chills. Chills. And to hear that re- that response from the crowd, too. That's wrestling, dude. That yes. is... Oh, dude, that's great, man. I know uh, sideline reporter Jordan Cassatt was there, too. So I got to... Nice. I, yeah, I need to follow up with him, see how he like. Oh, yeah, it was awesome. So well done. And uh, honestly, like, well-deserving for a guy who should have never been let go to begin with. Correct. So, yeah, watch those values of the Bray figures now. I know, right? (laughs) Scott, we do have some news. Actually, you know what? We're just going to get right into it. Let's jump in. So basically, since we're recording early because Scott is heading to New Orleans, like he has mentioned, I just went on to the wrestling figure message boards and just pulled some questions. Our sideline reporter didn't get one in this week. The streak is broken. Mr. Corden Jassat. (laughs) He's he's got an alias. I see. (laughs) He's he's like uh, Bruce Wayne. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways. All right. First question comes in from Moffitt, Moffitt, M-O-F-F-I-T. He said, hey, Steve, besides Gronk and Logan Paul, any celebrity figs headed our way? Pete Rose, Trump, LT. Steve said, we'll continue to add celebs to the line whenever the stars align. What a great call on Pete Rose. Oh, I know. Pete Rose, Kane, Tupac. Hell yeah, dude. Oh, I'd be all about that. Or even just a Pete Rose by himself. Like, I think that would be fantastic because what are the odds that any other toy company is going to make a Pete Rose? Like, we know we're not going to get a starting lineup. Even if they do a Legends line, the guy's pretty much blacklisted. But, hey, Mattel could reach out to him for sure. That's a great idea. Next question comes in from RSJ316. He said, hi, Steve, longtime reader of the Q&A, first-time poster. Where's the ultimate edition everyone wants? Mr. RVD. Second question. Will we ever get a blue cage for the new gen arena? Third question. Will Ivory get a figure? And if so, please don't make it right to censor. Maybe RTC could be a chase, not the regular figure. Thanks for your time. Steve said question number one RVD, regarding the RVD figure, parts unknown. Number two regarding the blue cage, he says, I hope so in time. Number three. We'll totally make her if she becomes available to us. Oh, he said it. <laughs> <laughs> That's Steve Is that the Steve Ozer tagline music? 
Yes, I, I don't even know. I gotta pray. Uh, wait, maybe it's hot cross buns. Hold on. Okay, I gotta work on that one a little bit. All right. Next, <laughs> next question comes in from Whole Effin Show 420. He said, Now with both of the Ultimate Edition rings made, would it be possible to have different era ring skirts made for it from the same event as the attire? of the figure inserted into everyone from the legends and pay-per-view elite lines in the future. Also, please consider this the only add-on ring conversation kits we would really need for the rings is WCW with the nitro canvas and skirts, the red turnbuckle, black ropes, and ring post modified on the outside to the WCW look. Then the old school blue and yellow WCW canvas and skirt with turnbuckles and ropes. So basically just two Unless ECW is going to be a possibility, then it would be just three needed since everything else possible event-wise can be made just as a single ring skirt without needing a specific matching canvas. Punctuation would have really helped you out in that paragraph. Uh, <laughs> I know, whole effing show. Come on, man. Dude. <laughs> Commas mean everything. For example, let's eat, Grandpa. Not let's eat, Grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways... <laughs> commas man commas <laughs> all right steve said we couldn't include them at the same quality as the current skirts as they are shockingly expensive downgraded versions could be an option as mentioned in the ring thread getting more rings into people's hands with releases like this increases the chances for ring conversions packs we'll see what we can do in time i think that would be amazing like now you're really getting into kids playtime here and figure photographer's wheelhouse, and I'm all for that. When you can convert a, a real scale ring in a few minutes from a WWE to a WWF to a WCW to even an ECW event, that's next level. And I, I'm all for that. I hope Mattel can make that happen. Next question comes in from Nosebleed Collectibles. He said, if we get in the AE stage for the crowdfund, a Zamboni and a Jerry Lawler announced table, would be cool tier, maybe an ultimate mankind. Uh, commas, guys. <laughs> Even a semicolon. I'd be okay with that as well. Bring on the colons. Steve, Steve said, to keep expectations in check, the stage alone would be very difficult to achieve, but adding a Zamboni would make it a complete impossibility. So vehicles are out. Basically. Okay. Next question, STC13 said, Steve, huge credit to the team for continuing to make the line feel fresh and exciting for a decade plus in. Kudos, yes. Good point. The recent remakes and deep cuts have really re-energized me as the collector. Being this far into the line, is there a little more flexibility from WWE on what character choices they'll improve on? It feels like figures like Mean Mark, Debut Farouk, and Chainsaw Charlie might not have received license or approval in the past. Anything else along these lines you guys are exploring? Let's also not forget a Dingo Warrior. Steve said, yes, there's more figs along those lines in the works. I think the line is just in a very healthy place where characters like that have a good chance for success at retail when released strategically. And last question comes in from CTM814. He said, any word on doing Legends 2-packs again since they're redoing Legends and stuff like that? Of course, the Rockers need to be updated. American Express, Barry and Mike. Yes, please. 
Again, as always, dying for Ken Patera, white hair, and Pedro Morales, orange and red trunks. Ooh, that's a good call right there. I like that. Ken Patera. Is he talking about the uh, removable singlet that we were talking about last week? Uh, maybe, yes. But you know what? Screw it. Give, why not give us a Ken Patera? I, I'm all for it, dude. Steve said, no, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. He's a man of so many words. So those were the questions that I pulled from the Wrestling Figs message boards. Good questions over there, guys. Yeah, for sure. And of course, we're all always joking about stupid punctuation and whatnot. But yeah, outstanding questions. But, you know, I've got to echo what that one person said is that, man, what a good place the Mattel line is in, right? Like, I know I got finished just raving about them with the whole San Diego Comic-Con experience that they provided. But dude, it is in such a good place right now. And the fact that they're doing characters like a dingo warrior like who had that on their 2022 or 2023 card that's incredible to go in on a dingo like i would have never have guessed a dingo warrior figure but then like that that person said that really opens up the door to more stuff like that and i'm i'm just super excited to see what the future holds for mattel like the possibilities are endless with this line it seems it seems like that they're getting a lot more, and I think Steve's kind of touched on this, but it seems like they're getting a lot more names that they might not have in the past. For sure. Yeah, definitely. They're able to branch out a little bit more. Absolutely. And with so many competitors now that are entering the fray and just like ponying up the cash, like Powertown Collectibles, uh, that's going to force Mattel's hand to be like, we've got to get these names under a deal so we can make figures before somebody else can. So I guess in this case, competition is good. But Mattel, regardless of those names, Mattel is still in such a good place. I'll tell you what, they've got some competition with those Supreme figures, I'll tell you. Oh, for sure. Absolutely they do. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. But dude, you do a two-pack of the U.S. Express with soft goods jackets, that's a home run. That's going to be a tough one. Like, how many people would actually go out and get a U.S. Express? Now, I granted, you and I, we were like, yes, you know, bring it on. We would love it. Absolutely. But, like, how many people out there would actually go to their stores and p- purchase a Barry Windham and Mike Rotunda U.S. Express? Okay, so maybe if you don't do a two-pack of them, you do two singles in an Elite Series. I mean, look at how, like, the, the ones that they've done, the legends that they've put out as, like, chase figures, right? Impossible to find. They disappear so quick. I don't see the harm in putting a U.S. Express in a series just to test the waters. IRS sold well. I mean, granted, yeah, towards Toys R Us's dying days, you could find like a crap ton of them, you know, but he, he still did well at market. So, man, I'm all for a U.S. Express. I would love to see that. But I'd love to see more so managers being included. You mean like how we were? T- no, I see. You know what? Honestly, right now, save those for the LJN line or the uh, ultimate LJN. Save those managers. You know, you've got Heenan, you got Jimmy, you got actually they haven't done a Fuji. Yeah. Correct. Uh, they they have Blassie, might, if he's still under a deal. We need Slick. Yeah, we do need Slick. So wait, let me write this down. So we need Slick. <laughs> yep. Fuji. Yep. Uh, we, when was the last time we saw Miss Elizabeth? That would be the SummerSlam. SummerSlam line. Okay, so she might still be under a deal, so they might be able to do her. Uh, <laughs> uh, we need a Johnny Valiant. Yes, could you imagine the cloth goods on that figure? Oh, dude. Hell yeah. If it's sun- dressed up like the LJN. The sunglasses? Oh, the headband, the jacket. Yeah, the whole bit, dude. Okay, so what other managers are we missing? They could do a cloth goods Mean Gene. Mean Gene is available to him. Yeah, because they just did him in the uh, Build-A-Figure. 
So does he, would he come as the effort pose? I, I would think he would have to. That is so classic, dude. That pose of him being like, meh. I love it. It's so good. Okay, so the three we have down right now, Slick, Fuji, and Johnny Valiant, are the ones that we haven't gotten Mattels from. Got that, it. And of course, that, you got to have Heenan. Oh, yeah, Heenan would. So, like, I'm thinking of guys that they don't have access to right now. Hell, that would be a great way to introduce them into that Ultimate LJN line if you did do a run of managers. I think the best way to pop the crowd would be to do the two biggest managers in the 80s, and that's Heenan and Hart. I think that probably makes the most sense. And I don't know if you have to go all soft goods. You probably don't, but I think that's added value for Heenan if you do. And if you did like a soft goods jacket for Jimmy Hart, that's probably money as well. Go all soft goods. If they're ultimates, they need all soft goods. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. What about pants though? You probably don't need to go soft goods pants, but at least Uh, like the jacket, maybe the sweater for Heenan. Eh, don't worry about pants, dude. 80s managers pants always came down. So, and do you go like full LJN love letter? So you're putting Bobby Heenan in like the blue sweater. With the black pants? If they're going to keep it true to form as LJNs, like we were told last week, yeah. then then yes, you've got to go with the blue. Although, you could have a removable shirt and change him out. I think that would be a good idea. Like, Or maybe they put one of his uh, great jackets with it. Oh, oh dude, what about this? What's up? You almost do like a Supreme type of figure, and you do an interchangeable Heenan from WrestleMania 3. Oh, that would be sick, man. It's been so long, right? We got that four-pack, what, in 2017, 2016? Yes. Oh, that would be amazing. (laughs) Boner, 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 boner. (laughs) (laughs) We love our wrestling figures. (laughs) We do. (laughs) All right, that rounds out the news. Wasn't much, but I wanted to make sure we got those questions in. We haven't done that in a I think like a couple weeks. So anyways, all right. I think we gave the elite series enough time to kind of catch up and kind of get ahead of us. So we're going to go back to the elite series. We haven't done these in a while. We're going to go back to WWE elite series 59. what you say? Let's talk about it. Well, we are back to the WWE Elite Series. We are doing WWE Elite Series 59, but what we want you guys to do is head on over to WrestlingFigureDatabase.com. Over there, if you get kind of roaming around, look for WWE Elite Series 59. You can always do the search in the upper right-hand corner where that magnifying glass is. That's all over at WrestlingFigureDatabase.com. Dot com and we, what we want you guys to do is just follow along as Scott reads off this list. So wrestlingfiguredatabase.com. Dude, it was funny. I t- emailed you today and asked, "Hey, what series did we leave off on on Elite <laughs> Series?" I had forgotten, man. So I had to go back through the notes that you sent me. Uh-huh. The last time we did this was towards the end of July. <laughs> it's funny, dude, because like I loved everybody bringing their own flavor. For sure. To the show of the series that they wanted to discuss, whether it was LJN Series 3 or Zombies or Bash at the Beach or Hasbro's. It was so fun kind of bouncing around. But like, I kind of forgot where we were in the Elite Series. Like, oh yeah, we're supposed to be doing Elite Series in this. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was great. You said it best. Everybody brought their own flavor to the show. 
Yeah, and I think it was GBM that was the only one that was like, oh, what series did you leave off on? I was like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but head on over to WrestlingFigureDatabase.com. All right, Scott, what you got for WWE Elite Series 59? Before we get into it, if you are on WrestlingFigureDatabase.com, there's a little donate button at the bottom of the screen. Click that. Help Dylan out. You are supporting a great cause that pretty much everybody in the community uses. Dylan's a great dude, putting in great amount of work. Help him out. Hit that donate button on WrestlingFigureDatabase.com. And wait, 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 wait. Does Dylan share those proceeds with us? Uh, no. Then why are we promoting that? Will you stop? What? We're not getting kickbacks. Oh, <laughs> wow. It's not hitting our pocketbooks. <laughs> Wow. Okay, so Jeff has turned heel. He's become the million dollar man. <laughs> Where's my shitty flute? <laughs> <laughs> it's already put away. Never mind. Okay, good. Yeah, reach around behind you. I'm sure you'll find it. Oh, reach around. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. All right. WWE Mattel Elite Series 59 consisted of Zack Ryder. He was in his American jacket and sunglasses. Very inspired by the Sting Great American Bash gear. Next up, Jason Jordan and Chad Gable from American Alpha. They were each packaged with the SmackDown Tag Team title. Kurt Angle, red cloth goods jacket, and his gold medal that he won with a broken freaking neck. Demon Finn Balor. He was packaged with arm tassels and a headdress. And finally, The Miz. He was packaged with a black Polly Pocket style long jacket. And Jeff, that rounds out WWE Mattel Elite Series 59. I got to say, uh, I'm, I was happy to see them improve on the Chad Gable face. Yes, very much so. So that was kind of a relief. The figures look great. I love the Jason Jordan. I love Chad Gable and these figures. The figures do look great. Demon Finn looked really good. The only one I really didn't like out of this one was The Miz. Agree. Not a great face sculpt. Exactly. I'm glad. I don't know how many times they used that face sculpt on the Miz, whether between basics and elites. Right. But I'm glad it was what it felt like was a one and done. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. They've done such a great job on the Miz, but this is kind of like a little asterisk on the WWE Mattel Miz figures. Yeah, exactly. And it's funny that you mentioned American Alpha, Jeff, because we we've learned to not trust renderings because of American Alpha figures. Yeah, they showed off this amazing Chad Gable at 2016 San Diego Comic-Con, uh-huh. and they gave us a great Dalton Castle. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> yeah, it's literally 100% American Alpha renderings that we do not trust renderings anymore. We're right. like, those look fantastic, and then the finished product came out and was like, what happened? <laughs> this is awful. Why did you do him wrong like that, you jerks? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if Shitty Flute had a figure, it would be that Chad Gable. <laughs> <laughs> Shitty Flute. Shitty Flute rules. Don't you knock Shitty Flute. How <laughs> dare I disparage the name of Shitty Flute. <laughs> I'm naming this episode Shitty Flute, by the way. You probably should. Yeah. The rise and fall of Shitty Flute. <laughs> we should call it the uh, fully posable orchestra. <laughs> no, um, we shouldn't. No. Oh, okay. No. Gosh. What's wrong with you? Oh, why not? (laughs) You're no longer Jeffrey. You're Yanni. (laughs) Thanks? (laughs) No. Oh. Oh. No. By the way, I watched a documentary on Rick Astley. Pretty good. Oh, excellent. Did you like when I Rickrolled the party the other night? 
Dude, that was hella funny. What I was laughing about is you were about to play Slayer Shitty Flute to the uh, girls dancing in the front. Oh, yeah. Okay. So let me preface your, your story. I had my phone connected to a Bluetooth speaker in the kitchen earlier in the party. And at some point, Shannon was like, let's go ahead and put Spotify on the TV so everybody can hear it and then turn up the TV. And I was like, okay, no problem. Well, my phone was still connected to the Bluetooth speaker in the kitchen. <laughs> and we were outside. There were a bunch of people in the kitchen and go. And so we go outside and I'm bragging about how great shitty flute is. And so anyways, Scott's like, here, let me put on Slayer's Raining Blood shitty flute. So you put it on and then you're like, why isn't it playing? And you're like, <laughs> oh, wait, what's going Wait. And then you start like fumbling with your phone. You're like, oh, it's hooked up to the uh, Spotify or in the house or the uh, speaker or whatever on the TV in the house. And so it started the Slayers writing blood as the girls were like all drunk and dancing. And, stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and then it kicked in with shitty flute and it was great. So good. <laughs> oh, God. It gives me endless hours of entertainment. Uh, <laughs> Apparently it does. Didn't you get this Kurt Angle sign, by the way? Um, Was it? This I think it was this one, yeah. You got assigned in yellow paint pen. You met him at StocktonCon. No, you know what? It was not this one. Oh, it wasn't? No, it was a later Kurt Angle that came out. Okay, never mind. Yeah, but no, the yellow paint pen looks fantastic on it. <laughs> on the one that wasn't Elite 59. Yes, that's not Elite 59. All right, let's go over some eBay prices. Zack Ryder with the American jacket. Sting-inspired great American bash figure. Last sold eBay listing was August 8th for $25 on one bid. Jason Jordan with that SmackDown tag team title. Last sold eBay listing was October 1st. Seller had it for a buy it now at $30 and he accepted it for $22. Oof. And the reason I get to see those prices is because of 130point.com. I get to go on there and I get to see what the figure was accepted at instead nice. of just instead of just a line through the uh, number. Chad Gable, SmackDown tag title. Now, the only one that was on card was paired with Jason Jordan. It was American Alpha together on card. Last sold eBay listing was August 8th for $22.50 on three bids. So somebody bought a Jason Jordan for 22. Correct. And then somebody turned around and paid the same price and got Chad Gable for free. Correct. Yes, that's I see. <laughs> okay. That is accurate. I see. Okay. Kurt Angle with the red jacket, last sold eBay listing was October 5th for 40 bucks on four bids. Demon Finn with the arm tassels, last sold eBay listing September 12th for $30 on a buy it now. Dude, I'm going to tell you what. Wait until WrestleMania. When Demon Finn wrestles the Fiend. Watch the prices of those Demon Finn Balor figures. Oh, are we calling it now? Yeah, I'm calling it now. I'm going to say Demon Finn. That'll be like kind of the SmackDown versus Raw match. Because I understand that Bray's going to be exclusive to SmackDown. Finn right now is exclusive to Raw. If that if that holds, I'm calling Demon Finn versus the Fiend at WrestleMania. We'll see. Okay, you're calling it right now. So we're going to mark this down on October 11th. Excuse me. Yeah, October 11th. 2022 scott is saying it's going to be finn versus bray demon finn versus fiend demon fiend demon fiend versus <laughs> bray balor all right got it don't do anything just stop him from entering the room <laughs> 
Well done. <laughs> if anybody get the, if anybody got that, please message me because we're, we're going to become friends. The we of you can just become best friends. <laughs> and the Miz last sold eBay listing was October fifth for forty nine ninety nine. The horrible face scope got forty nine ninety nine on a buy it now. Wow, interesting. I, I know they really wanted that Polly Pocket jacket. Either that or they confused it to be Chuck Woolery. I'm not really sure what went on there. <laughs> we'll be back in two and two. Two and two. <laughs> so that rounds out WWE Elite Series 59. I'm actually excited about next week's. Uh, number 60, you're saying? Yes, there is one figure I'm so stoked about. So Gotta stay tuned. Yes, exactly. There's no end segment. Scott's got to get going tonight. So we're just going to round out the show right here. So you, if you guys are pitchforks and everything... Direct it over to at Feed Me Taco Bell, who doesn't even check his Twitter, so it doesn't even matter. It wouldn't even matter. Or just find Scott Toon on Facebook. There you go. Or not. <laughs> Direct your anger, your hatred, yell at him about Hasbro's and not having an end segment. But you know what? You'll really enjoy the NOLA pictures. All right. Yeah, actually, I think we will. Oh, dude, my liver's going to take a beating. Do you remember the last time I was on Bourbon Street? Yes. It wasn't good. Good, because I don't. That was the one where you sang Dakota Obushi, right? And embarrassed myself, apparently, in front of Xavier Woods. And I blame Hova for this. Uh, Hova, yes, Hova did do some damage to your liver. Yes, he did. I went to the restroom, came back, and I had a Fat Tuesday sitting there with, what, four, three or four vials in it? Full of yes. Everclear or some clear alcohol. And yep. that's when the time travel started. The best thing was, is Hova was making eye contact with you. As he was pouring the vial into the uh, slushy, <laughs> he was, was establishing like, trust. Like exactly, trust he was like, like Jake the Snake in '92. It was like complete eye contact. He was like he never broke character. He just poured the vial right in. Oh yeah, yeah. And I was like, okay, Hova, I trust you. This is when the narrator says, Scott should not have trusted Hova. And this is when we tried getting up to the balcony to oh, party gosh. with the with the WWE wrestlers. Yeah, we tried. We, we tried. Uh, Hova was successful hanging out with Bray, Liv. Uh, who else was up there? Uh, oh gosh. Uh, uh, Jojo was up there. Jojo was up there. Man, there were so many people up there. But anyways, Hova was successful getting up there because we lost track of Hova. And next thing we know, we look up and he's like waving to us from the balcony yeah like standing next to bray white it's a good thing i didn't go up there dude because me and nola with wrestlers like i'll just make an ass of myself taking trying to take pictures and that wouldn't have flown in that environment i would have gotten kicked out anyway they might have <laughs> just know. thrown me off the balcony i would have been like uh dj jazzy jeff getting thrown out of the mansion <laughs> get out of here mark yeah, exactly <laughs> what's this kid's I'm name mark kick him out how dare you come up here? <laughs> right, exactly. No, but good times, dude. I, I literally just, I cannot wait to be in New Orleans. I'm going to be so sick of sweet tea and fried foods and alcohol by the time I come back, but I'm going to enjoy every second of it. And since I missed it last week, let me just say it again so I can double up this week. Happy birthday, Shannon. All right, let's round out the show. We want you guys to head on over to wrestlingtoytracker.com over there. You can check out the carded and loose prices of LJN's, Gloobs, Hasbro's, Just Toys, Bendoms, Defining Moments, and Retros. If you're in the hunt for any of those figures, head on over to WrestlingToyTracker.com to make sure you're getting the fair market value for those where they take the eBay listings for the past three months. Again, WrestlingToyTracker.com. 
gmail.com. All right, let's hit up our podcasting buddies. We got Breaker and Bane over at the Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. They talk retro talk, movie talk, wrestling talk. They got all the talk going on over there. They talk it all over at Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. Breaker has some side projects as well. He's got, you know, it's fake, right? And the TB Toycast with Travis Fowler. So again, check out all three of Breaker's projects he's got going on. We got Steve, we got Eric, we got them two doing Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast where they still make me laugh over Legends House because that was a great episode where they went to Vegas. Oh, it was re- the Legends went to Vegas? Oh, dude, it was hilarious. Did they hit up a gentleman's church? I don't know. No, they got waxed, though, like Steve Carell and 40-year-old Oh, Lord. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Yeah. Anyways, Steve and Eric do a great uh, show to make that hilarious. So, anyways, <laughs> check out the Positively Pro Wrestling podcast. Also, we got Seth, Sheena, and Marco over at the Chick Foley Show talking all things wrestling. Speaking of wrestling, we got Justin Summers over at Wrestling Cheers, where he talks about AIW and other general stuff. We got RJ over at Ringside Rant. We got Marty and Rucker doing boot to the face. Tim's pulling up a chair with the Fig Life. And we got Soda and Ethan discussing the playoffs for NASCAR. So check out In the Marbles Pod, where it's all things NASCAR. And Scott, what you got for Drunk Wrestling History? Yeah, give us a follow on Twitter at Wrestling underscore Drunk. This past week, the show that dropped was SummerSlam 93, as promised it had something to do with the Lex Express, and this show was all about the Lex Express. Check it out. We cover the entire pay-per-view. If you want some laughs, give it a listen. Because we are drunk wrestling history, well, we're not always accurate, but much like I'll be in NOLA, we're always drunk. And also check out Marty and Sarah Love Wrestling. Scott, roll call. Yes, going to throw it out to Jason Wolf. Of course, if you need artwork of any type, Jason is your guy. Check out his social media, The Art of Jason Wolf. Get in touch with them. Commission some artwork. You won't be disappointed. Check out his custom chop shop where he does custom Hasbros. Dude does amazing work. Go give him a look. The art of Jason Wolf and Jeff. Of course, going to round out Roll Call with OutsidersBeardCo.com. Those great beard products by Bane. Oils, waxes, balms. All the items to help your beard looking and smelling its best. Because, Jeff, you don't want your beard hairs. Smelling like your butt hairs, OutsidersBeardCo.com. That was like an Old Spice commercial. I know. I was trying to play music in the background while you uh, talked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got that. Oh, okay. Good, good, good. I'm yeah, glad you knew. Loud and clear, buddy. <laughs> I'm glad you could smell what I was cooking on that one, dude. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, and that rounds out the episode of episode 351 and Shitty Flute for this week. Mm, good stuff. Oh, man. You should take shitty flutes to Bourbon Street, dude. That'd be fun. <laughs> no. Because <laughs> you no. know how, it, dude, just have a bucket and have people throw coins in there and just play shitty flute, dude. That would be drink money. That's not actually a bad idea at all. Dude, I'm telling you. Hmm. I'll have <laughs> just to think play, about this. Just play Real American, the Shield theme. That's true. Uh, SmackDown will be in town, so there will be a wrestling crowd. Yeah, exactly, dude. These are good points you're bringing up, and it would be Friday night. Absolutely. I'll, look at that. Play a little Shinsuke Nakamura. Be shitty Rick Boogs. <laughs> shitty Rick Boogs. <laughs> oh, God, that's great, dude. So anytime I play shitty flutes, like, okay, the shitty Shield theme, the shitty uh, Hogan theme, shitty Real American. 
<laughs> it's like the real Hogan. Just add shitty in front of it and it's good to go. Right, exactly. <laughs> All right, Scott, let's get you on that plane to NOLA for episode 351. Anything else? Stay safe, stay healthy, fig life since 2016, and happy toy hunting. I wonder if shitty flute was on Prime Day. Uh, you mean to go buy a recorder? Uh, yeah. You and I can do a duet. I should have bought you a recorder, see if it was on Prime Day. <laughs> Did you could... take yours out of a box or like a protective holder? Yeah, it's like in a protective casing. <laughs> God forbid anything bad happened to the flute or recorder. Okay, yeah, maybe I shouldn't send you to NOLA with my recorder. No. I don't want anything to, want anything to happen to my shitty flute. <laughs> right. I've got to make wrestling themes on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's money to be made here, pal. <laughs> I want to thank everybody for listening to episode 351. But also I want to thank everybody that was on for the summer of saying do love. It meant a lot that you guys were on, uh, enjoying laughs, having fun, you know, with Jordan Cassatt kicking it off to Tim ending, rounding it out. I want to thank everybody that was on for the summer of saying do love. So thank you guys. That was a, that was a lot of fun. Yeah. Thank you so much. It was just a great time. What a cool community that's been built here. It's just amazing. Absolutely. So for episode 351 hashtag fig life adios uh, yeah fully hosable let's go Jeff and Scott, the Tomb Brothers, busting out the ring. But we don't take it out the box, MOC. Happy toy hunting, we'll see you next week. With the OGs of WFP. Fully posable, thank you all for listening. It ain't no storyline, real life siblings. So everybody go and do your toy spotting. Hashtag Fig Life, adios from the Kings. <laughs>